Good morning and welcome to 79th edition of Miracle World today. In the last two days, I've been discussing with you what I've titled Church Wisdom. And the truth of the matter, if there is anything we need in the church today in the body of Christ is the wisdom of God and not the wisdom of this world. We need the wisdom of Christ. Some of the errors we do and some of the errors you know, we communicate in, in the body of Christ is because of lack of certain wisdom. Uh, some of the things I'll share with you are the things that you ought to know. Once you are aware of it, you will not make that error. And I really want, want to encourage you to listen. Now, I want you to write this down if you can. Number one, it is, it is, it, it, it is wrong to display small-mindedness or to complain against spiritual leaders especially those who have not who have done so much for you such attitude results in death and, and destruction i repeat again it is wrong to show small mindedness or to complain against spiritual leaders especially those who have done so much for you such attitude results in death and destruction it's all through the script if you look through the scripture we see that you will see this view there <laughs> if you see certain spiritual leaders have done so much for you have carried you along and have spoken into your life and have empowered you. Don't always be in the rush to complain or agitate against them, especially when there is no much reason to do so. And number two, be aware that God punished some of the Israelites for complaining against, against him and against Moses. At a point in the history of Israelites, we were told they complained against God and they complained against Moses. Numbers 21, 5 to 6. Now, now let me read Numbers 21, 4 to 6. <laughs> oh, say, they traveled from Manhole, who along the route to the Red Sea to go around Edom. But the people grew impatient. What that word? But the people grew impatient on the way. Many times you see, you see the lead being impatient with leaders that are working hard to make things happen. Because they grew impatient, now this is the action in verse 5 and, and 6, they, they spoke against God, one, and against Moses, you know, and said, Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There is no bread, there is no water, and we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes, amen, among them. They, they bite the people and many Israelites died. <laughs> Hallelujah. They bite the people and many Israelites died. You see, these are this men, these were men and women who were impatient with the men of God. They were impatient with God. And because they were impatient, they started complaining of things, the thing that wasn't working, even though when God, even though God and Moses were working hard to carry them along. And they complained, and God was angry and sent them a, a venomous snake, a big snake among them. You know, the snake started biting them and they started dying. There are many believers today that spiritual snakes are biting. They are believers, they are spiritual believers because they are impatient, they become arrogant, hello somebody, and they are complaining against people that have been there with them, against those that are leading them. And now the Lord have released or have a large snake, you know, that bash people that work in rebellion. 
to go after them. And verse 7 said, The people came to Moses and said, We sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from all. So Moses prayed for the people. Hello, somebody. You know, they realized in that verse, you know, Numbers 21, Calabasikir, verse 17, they realized they had, they had, they had, that they have sinned. And they cried and said, Moses, pray that God will take away the snake from us. God actually take away the snake from them, but then they repeated the same thing again. <laughs> this is the problem with believers. You must value men and women that God been using to speak into your life because you don't know tomorrow. Glory to God. You don't know tomorrow. Corinthians 10 verse 9 says, We should not test Christ. In 1 Corinthians 10 9, We should not test Christ as some of them did and were killed by snakes. Love somebody. <laughs> they tested Christ and were killed by snakes. Many of us today are testing the will of God. We are rebellious and we are disobedient. And that is why we are having all sorts of, you know, problem that ought not to be in our life that particular thing that been biting us over the years still in us you know in all because we have disobeyed <laughs> glory to god you see those who have mortgaged their life their lives to save others should be held in high esteem i repeat again those who have mortgaged their lives to save others should be what held in high esteem they should be respected Never neglect those that put in so much not to serve other people. I must tell you true. Philippians 22, Philippians 2, 28 to 30. Let's see the advice Paul gave to the church of Philippians concerning a man called Epaphroditus. Hello, somebody. He says, in fact, if you want to read, if you want to know, read from 25 to about, uh, about to about 30, but I'm going to be reading Philippians 2, 28 to 30 because of time. <laughs> so I am all, so I am all the more anxious to send him back to you, Epa, back to them. For I know you will be glad to see him, and then I will not be so worried about you. Welcome him in the lost love and with great joy and give him the honor that people like him deserve. So there are people that deserve honor. He said, Paul said, I'm sending you back Epaphroditus that he sent to me to bring me stuff. He's been sick and I know you. He's looking forward to seeing you and you are looking forward to seeing him. But when he comes back, don't just receive him like an ordinary person. Say, receive him with a great joy. Give him the honor that people like him deserve. In other words, there are people that deserve honor, men and women that have labored on your behalf. That is say, for he risked his life for the work of Christ. And he was at the point of death while doing for me what you had, what you couldn't do from afar, from, from far away. <laughs> for he risked his life for the work of Christ. This is the nature and the picture of many, the life of many men of God, many men and women of God, many missionaries around the world have risked their life to win souls. They risked their, mortgage the life of their children, mortgage the one of their wives, of their loved ones, neglect them and take the work, take up the calling of God in order to save people around the world. Hello, somebody. And these people, in spite of what they have put in, only few tend to recognize that they have paid so much pride in order to save. Paul said, don't play with him. Welcome him with joy. Give him the honor that people like him deserve, for he risked his life for the work of Christ. 
When they went to see Paul, they sent him for a missionary journey to go and meet Paul. He almost died on that mission journey. This is the life of so many pastors, so many believers. Hello. Yet some the believers they are serving yet do not know that these men have paid price. Hello, somebody. Number number four, I think I've not been counting the number. This should be number four. Never oppose the chief leader just because you are in the majority. Never oppose the chief leader just because you are in the majority. Doing so leads to severe judgment against the instigator of the rebellion and his contingents. If you lead men to oppose the, the senior leaders, the law, or the chief leader, God or place over God's people, you just because you have power, you have influence over them, you want to pull them away. You know, you want to you want to do something in order for them to, you know, to, to, to dishonor him. Then you will be the most man or the most woman miserable. This is the Bible. I'm not preaching my word. Number five, Korah, Dat, and Abiram and their group were punished for posing Moses and Aaron. If you look at number chapter 16, reading from 19 to 21, and then to, uh, number 16, 28 to 35. I'm going to be reading um, from 28. I don't have enough time, but I'm going to see how I'll be able to go. Hello, somebody. Rabashi Kelabayadagodo. It's from 28 says that then Moses said, This is how you will know what the Lord has sent me to do. To, to do all these things. Uh, uh, that, this is how you know that the Lord has sent me to do all these things and that it was not my idea because Korah and, da, and, and Abiram, these this men and women and that time, we are complaining against Moses, thinking that most of the things he was doing was his own idea. Sometimes when a man of God do something in the church or, or plan some some people thought, think that that is his own idea. And they want sometimes they criticize the man of God in their heart. They question why he did what he did. They question why he organized this, organized that, you know, something like that. Without knowing that most of those things he's been led by the Lord. <laughs> if this man died a natural death and suffer the fate of, of all mankind, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings about something totally new and the earth opens its mouth and swallows them with everything that belongs to them and they go down alive into the realm of the dead, then you will know that this man has treated the Lord with contempt. As soon as he finished saying all this, the ground under them split apart. Oh God, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and their household and all those associated with Korah together with possession. They went down alive into the realm of the dead with everything they own. The earth closed over them and they perished and were gone from the community. Oh, and their Christ, all the Israelites around them fled, shouting, the earth is going to swallow us too. And fire came came out of the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering incense. This man we are saying, Moses, you're taking too much. Who told you you are the only leader? God can speak through us, through us too. We are praised too. And they went to offer incense that we're not supposed to offer. And now while accusing Moses, Moses said, because of the way you have behaved, you will know that what I'm doing is not man's idea. It is God's idea. If you die naturally, you will know that God has not sent me. While Moses was still talking, the ground opened up and they, and they sank. Many people are still sinking today because of their behavior. Physically, they are alive. Spiritually, they are already they have already sank to the deep. And that's one of the re- reasons 
good you no know, spiritual believers are having problems too though they are spiritual but because of certain i manner idea of disrespect i've shown some certain men of god or certain men over their life they are paying so much price today you know orabashi kereba number 5 um, no no she be number 6 you no know, god does not operate a democracy but a theocracy government he does not work with the majority but with obedient people god does not operate what a, a democracy but a theocracy government sometimes god will speak to the man of god to speak to the people god will give him an idea you saw what moses said before he said if you die naturally you will know that all i'm doing is my idea but if you don't in verse 28 in number 16:28 the moses say this is how you we know that the lord has sent me to do all these things and that it was not my idea most men of god that are genuine some of the things they are doing to carry the church along to empower the church to bring them to to their destiny is not their idea those are the instructions the leadings of god upon their life to help build these people but when you start opposing those things that's when people when you start dying that's when people start dying a lot number number 7 until ministry workers begin to respond to their senior leaders like Ruth did to Naomi thinking like Naomi talking you know uh, talking uh, sorry thinking like Ruth talking like Ruth and acting like Ruth their commitment is shallow until we have the dimensions of Ruth commitment Hello somebody then your commitment is shallow too many people do not truly have you know a true commitment in the body of Christ or where they are serving every believer needs to read the scripture and the uh, root clung to hopeless despairing defeated Naomi and talked in kindly to her that's what a commitment is all about Naomi had nothing when Ruth followed him sometimes many of us choose to go to a church that is already big that is up there because in our thinking we think they have already made it we don't want to follow people or work with people that are still struggling to make it happen hello somebody now the book of ruth chapter 1 verse 15 to about 17 looks <coughs> looks said naomi your sister in law is is going back to her people and her dust go back with her but ruth replied don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you Where you go I will go this should be the nature of believers and where you stay I will stay your people will be my people and your god my god 17 where you die I will die and and there I will be buried may the lord deal with me be it ever so severely if even they separate you and me this is what it means to come to commit to the to, to the building of uh, to, to the building of the kingdom of god to build in the kingdom to support in the man of god to walk in with the man of god it is when naomi realized that ruth was determined to go with her she, <coughs> she stopped urging her unless you have the nature of ruth hello somebody unless you have the character of ruth unless you have the commitment of, of ruth then you have not yet started hello somebody the bible says proverbs 17 17 a friend loves at all times and the brother and the brother is born for adversity a true believer you know a true child of god a, a true assistant a true leader we love at all time it doesn't matter hello somebody and what the the person you're working with is going through a, i think this should be i don't know the number i've lost the number right now it should be maybe number 8 a follower who abandons his leader in times of trouble is never a true follower in the first instance 
I repeat again, a follower who abandons his leader in times of trouble is never a true follower in the first instance. Hello? It doesn't matter what happened. When a man is going through hell, when a church is going through hell, when a people you, you are part of is going through hell, that is a time to stay and find a way to help. It doesn't matter what is happening in that season. If you want to live a long life in the body of Christ and be successful and be rewarded, you need to apply these few things I've mentioned. It will help you. These are church wisdom. Once you have this wisdom, you will never go wrong. Father, I pray for everyone that is listening today. Cause them to receive this word, to run and to walk with it. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Apostle Prince Blessing Chikizie, the senior pastor or the lead pastor of King's Mercy Global Church here in Auckland, New Zealand. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. God bless you. Amen.